episode of the Six Borough Wrestling Podcast. Oh, we are live. Well, not live. We're not live. <laughs> I wanted to go live, but you don't want to go live because yeah, you're scared. Yeah, let's not go live. You're I think you're a little too on edge for that. Listen, I'm, I'm on edge, and there's a reason I'm on edge, all right? Let's introduce Listen. Let's, okay, I'm Lockwood Ralph Rispo. I got a problem with you people, all right? <laughs> <laughs> My name is the Cross County Kid, Greg Casal. The mouth of the South Hudson. We are the bad boys of podcasting, but you guys don't know that. You know why you don't know that? Well, is this why you're on edge? I'm on edge, buddy. Oh, you are? Okay. Yeah, and I'm not talking the weekly edge of our brand new podcast. Another thing no one's listening to. <laughs> you guys like us on Facebook. That's great. But you don't listen to us on the podcast. We had a lot of numbers for the first show, which is great. Love it. Respect it. Thank you so much for contributing and listening and downloading and all that stuff. But what's in your head? What's in your head? Come on, guys. Give us some love, man. We, we got We got some comments from some close to us that the last episode we did was one of the best episodes we ever did. I mean, we're only three episodes deep, but still. I think it was the King of the Ring episode. Was it the uh, King of the Ring episode? I don't know. No, no, no. It was no, a, no. two it hours was... of rambling. But... No, I know. So we we get it. It's a long it's a long episode. We decided to shorten it up, spread it out. We recorded a Chris Benoit tribute that's coming out. And uh, we recorded, uh, you know, last week the State of the Business. We're recording this week the State of the Business. And we're also recording a, a, another special episode that's coming out soon too. And you know what? We're making them under an hour. So we're giving you guys what you need. A dose of us, but not too too much, you know? Too much of us is... Uh... Who wouldn't want to listen to us? I mean, I don't want to listen to you ever, you know? Uh, well, you know what? I got, I'm forced to do it, because I don't know any other wrestling fans. Like Whatever. You. But anyways. All right. So... Just download us and listen, man. Just give, give me a few, especially if you're a wrestling fan. What's the matter with you? I know, it's easy. It's easy. I mean, some people don't want to, like, you know, create a profile or whatever. Go on Google, just type in Six Borough Wrestling Podcast. It's on Radio Public, Google Play. You can just hit play and go. Spotify, Breaker. Yep. Yeah, or if you want to make your own freaking podcast, download Anchor and follow us there, too. You can listen to us there, too. We're giving you all the places. We're doing, we're doing everything for you. We're doing all the work for you. You just got to play. That's it. All right, so this week, did you get your, uh, did you get your did you get everything off your chest? You want? I to? mean, I'm sure later I'll get, I'll have some more shit to talk about somebody. You okay. know? All right, yeah, special, especially a certain somebody. I got a bone to pick with that guy. <laughs> anyway, let's get let's get it going. So, so what are we talking about? We talked about what happened this. Ah, what do we start with? Fighter uh-huh. Fest, Raw, yeah. and SmackDown. 
New directors New behind directors? Raw and SmackDown? I mean, it seems oh. like the day... No, not seems like it. Literally, the day after we recorded, we woke up to news that Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman are now going to run Raw and SmackDown. And, I mean, the two guys that Vince McMahon basically put out of business... Are back to run the whole show. They're running his company. They're running his company. I guess, you know, maybe they might have downloaded our show. Maybe, maybe they were number six to download the show <laughs> and uh, figured out, you know what? These guys are right. There's, something has to give. Something has to change. Already on Raw, two things I called for last week happened, you know, because it just made sense. You found a way to push Braun Strowman, whose t-shirt I'm wearing, by the way, the king of the ring. You know what I mean? Get these hands. Yeah, he's doing a lot, but he's not yeah. getting anywhere. No, but, you know, they had that last man standing match that started, kicked off the Raw yesterday. They had that big moment where they went through the, you know, the uh, LED screens, the stage. Yeah. Caught fire. I mean, clearly there were fireworks, whatever. Was Corey Graves with the non-PG call. Yeah. Holy the, shit. The holy shit call, which, you know what? I thought it was brilliant, man. You weren't even watching. I, I wasn't, but I watched it this morning. Yeah, I was watching live. Good for him. Show, shows who puts effort into this podcast. Dude, you don't know what my life is like oh, outside here we go. this podcast. Don't so even get got, Who's got a violin? Okay, we need that yeah, somewhere. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. All right, well, Do you want to shout out some people before Do I want to shout out? I don't know. No, do I you? really don't. If you really? have some people to shout out, then we'll... You don't we'll want to talk to any we'll con- we'll, why don't we save the Why don't we save the shout outs? Let's, let's finish talking about Raw... And, and and the plans with Eric Bischoff and all that, and then we'll and then we'll shout people out. You've just screwed up this. Whole uh, whatever. We we already got rolling. So basically that plus then they had the U.S. title on the line. Um, Ricochet putting his title on the line against uh, AJ, AJ Styles. Styles, and you know there you go. You had the club rejoin and. And basically, you know, run roughshod over over Ricochet, and that's what's up, man. Like I feel already, like like Paul Heyman has a handle of Raw. What do you think? I think that the last night's show was good. I just hope it continues. It had Ricochet and AJ closing the show again. AJ turning heel, which I think is good because this character needs something to kind of boost him up again. Mm-hmm. The Viking Raiders actually have a match that actually was meaningful, right? Um, you had guys like Maria and <laughs> what's that guy's name? Uh, Mike, <laughs> Mike and Maria. Mike yeah. and Maria Canellis. The Canellis. Yeah, yeah. That show up out of nowhere. We haven't been seen on TV in God knows how long. Right. Um, you know, you had the intro with Broad and Lashley kicked the whole thing off. Um, other than that, I thought, like I said, I thought. How about show- our champions? Our, our our world, our universal champion. Yeah, that's Ross. that's shit's stale. Okay. Kofi Kingston got tapped out again by, uh, or yeah, Samoa Joe, Samoa yeah, Joe, yeah, 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 which I, I called for last week to happen for me. I sure said he did. needs a push. You sure did. He got a push. And let me tell you, uh, I actually really liked that segment. I did, and you know, it's funny because. It's predictable. You got, okay, here comes Samoa Joe. Now here comes Kofi Kingston. Now they're going to insert them in the match and restart it. And it's it's all that. That's all kind of predictable, right? It's the usual what what happens. It's cheesy, whatever. Correct. Yet, yet, I found 
that whole segment, that whole match to be really entertaining. And I really absolutely enjoyed the fact that Samoa Joe made Kofi Kingston tap out. And then Samoa on the uh, Joe on the on the ramp just saying he like mouthed something to Kofi and and for the life of me I forgot what it was right now. He was a said something like like it's not over or, or or just the beginning or something like that or 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 you know I'm coming or something you know what I mean and and I like I don't know for some reason I found that captivating I like it I like that Samoa Joe's in the title picture um, I told you a while ago Samoa Joe should be in the title he picture. should no he should I I I also li- would have liked a Kofi uh, not a I'm sorry a Dolph Ziggler run a longer Dolph Ziggler run. And on SmackDown today, it looks to me like, you know, they're they're pairing him with Kevin Owens up. You know, who should be the next contender? Who should be the next contender? And then Shane McMahon puts them in a tag match against uh, the uh, Heavy Machinery. To, and they're inserted into the tag team title matches now. So it's like, you know, what are they doing there? And then, you know, coincidentally enough, Greg and I were watching together, and I said, "What the hell's going on here?" I said, "I said, wait, Raw started way better, and I you pretty much enlightened me into something I didn't know yeah, that Eric Bischoff, Bischoff didn't even start yet." Yeah, he's not starting until after Extreme Rules. So, so, so Bischoff is not running SmackDown as of yet, correct? Not, not currently. No. Now, tell me the the between the two openers last night. And tonight, because it's Tuesday night now, and and uh, SmackDown's done. Uh, wasn't that just absolutely like night and day? Night and day, like just so noticeable, yes, right? I agree. Yeah, and it's like waiting for Eric Bischoff to get here is like waiting for Santa Claus at this point, right? Uh, Correct. I mean, if, I'm surprised you haven't brought up the uh, your little. Uh, Undertaker. Uh, I'm getting to that. I'm yeah. getting to that. I actually want to shout out that the Street Profits showed up with the NXT tag titles. Give them Absolutely. a little airtime. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would like to see them wrestle, but you know what? Little baby steps. But let's just hope that they're uh, they're going in the direction of um, pushing guys from NXT more than they have been. Because, like I said, I think the biggest issue is Vince McMahon doesn't really watch the NXT product, so he doesn't really know the talent that exists in NXT like Triple H does. So when they get up to the main roster, they're kind of lost in the whole shuffle. So hopefully between Paul Heyman and Triple H, um, they can bring up guys like the Street Profits and use them better than they have been with a lot of guys that they brought up. And did you know that actually the reason why that uh, I, the rumor going around that Triple H was, wasn't was offered one of those spots is because he didn't want to lose his... His, his uh, NXT spot. His NXT yeah, spot. I mean, and I don't really blame him there. He's got him. He's got Shawn Michaels with him, X-Pac. They're all working there now, right? right. They're working together yeah. over there. And, and, um, and quite frankly, NXT is where it's at right now. So why would, you at, leave, like, why would you want to leave that? It really is where it's at. And um, would it be fair to say that last night, parts of last night's Raw had a little bit of an NXT feel to it? Yes. Right? Yep. Right, I really think Paul Heyman is up on NXT, and uh, is going to push for an edgy. I mean, I Paul Heyman. It's Paul Heyman. He knows what to do. He knows what to do when it comes to to edgy TV, you know. And obviously, they're going that route with the whole opening, and then it's not an accident that Corey Graves said, "Holy shit!" on TV. They, 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 one of those things where you know, like you know, you do it now, you apologize later for it. 
You know? That wasn't the only uh, non-PG thing that happened last night. What else happened last when, night? When Maria was uh, challenging Seth Rollins and uh, Becky Lynch, she called Mike Kanellis. Yeah, Mike Kanellis, her bitch. And she uh-huh. goes, yeah. I'll bring my bitch, you bring your bitch. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it got a little edgy. I mean, yeah, it, it needs it. I mean, no one's calling... Everybody says bring back the Attitude Era. There'll never be another Attitude Era. No one is... It's never going to be like that again. But it could be a little edgier. It could be a little more, you know, geared towards, you know, the the older, more mature crowd. And you can still cater to the kids at the same time. Because nowadays, it's like, you know, you should be able to know what your kid's watching at this point, like 20 years later after the Attitude Era. You know what I mean? With with all the the the, the me- mechanics and you know electronics and 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 everything that that you know technology nowadays, you should be able to easy easy. It should be easier for you to monitor your kids and what they're watching, at this point with the streaming and the parental controls and all that stuff. You know, back then it was a little harder because you know you'd have to be sitting in front of the TV to watch what they're watching and. Like, I don't know, you can't watch that, you know what I mean? But now you can just flip a switch on the phone or like, you know, whatever to, to get your kids, you know, under control. And there's no reason that WWE can't take a little bit of an edgier approach, still keep their their main sponsors and still be good with the shareholders and the networks and all that stuff, Greg, right? I mean... No, I agree. Um, we had talked one of the first shows, you know, about sponsorships and stuff that is going to prevent WWE from doing stuff like that, but there's no reason they can't get away with a little edgy stuff here and there, you know. Uh, My biggest thing that I want to see is not... uh, I really want two different feels with Raw and SmackDown. Like, I want them to be, you know broadcasted differently, look different, feel different. And actually, the guy who was going to run SmackDown, Eric Bischoff, actually did a little interview about brand extensions. And he said in that interview that the biggest reason why the brand extension fails with WWE is because they don't make the shows different. It's the same thing. Exactly. I want to see different set, different lighting, different approach to things not start out with you know welcome to smackdown or welcome to monday night raw like i want to see open up the show with two guys kicking each other's ass or something like that like i want to see you know one show kill it and then the next night is completely different but But still delivers the same the same uh, results results okay todd phillips michael cole do you think todd phillips tries to be a little bit too much like Michael Cole. Because Michael Cole is Michael Cole. Well, Michael Todd Cole Phillips. sucks, so... Yeah, but still. He's the voice of the WWE. I would, I would, I would, I would actually revamp the broadcasting team. I don't revamp know, I the don't... whole broadcasting team. From the broadcasters to the announcers to the, to, to, the, to the interviewers backstage to the whole thing needs to be revamped. Yeah. The whole thing. And I absolutely agree with what you said. And we're agreeing on a lot of things lately. You know? No, this is not like Something's this. going on Something's here. Going on. But I know, but I agree though because because think about Raw in 02 and 03 and 04 and then SmackDown 02, 03, 04. It was two 
different shows, man. It was two different shows, and you were either a fan of Raw or a fan of SmackDown. And if you were a fan of both, you you realized the difference. Mm-hmm. You are watching the same thing on SmackDown, man. And right. it's, you know... It, another thing I have a problem with, too, and I'll, uh, you know, I'll have you make a point that you want to make now before I actually continue with what I think. I, had a point. I'm, I mean, I don't know. You were going to say something. But... I feel like I feel like the WWE as a company as a whole should should reduce the number of pay-per-views at this point. Think about it think about this, okay? Back in the the early mid late 90s where you only had you know, what well, probably up to like the mid 90s where you only had like 5 pay-per-views, right? Now, at some point today I, I, I turned on the network and I was watching the rest of the King of the Ring 94. Because I had stopped after the, the Owen Hart winning the... the 90, and, and Roddy Piper versus Jerry Lawler felt like a happening. Like, we make fun of it now. But it felt like it was like a happening at that point in time. Like, I re-watching it, I was like, you know something? You know, we really crapped on this on the King of the Ring episode. But... This really does feel like a special event type match. You know what I mean? Where well, Piper worry. was we, in... cr- we crapped out of it, but nobody was listening anyway. Nobody so. was listening anyway. They're right. Yeah. But 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 honestly, no. I'm telling you because then I'm thinking to myself, all right. And after that, there was no pay per view until SummerSlam, which was another big feel. Like everything felt so big, and and at that point in time, they were getting enough pay per view buys. But then they realized they can get more and more and more, and they switched to twelve. Now. You subscribe to the network for nine ninety nine. No matter what, you're paying that nine ninety nine, whether there's a special event or not. So what's the point in having twelve pay per views a year or sixteen pay per views, quote unquote, a year? Now, make it feel like it's more of a special event. It feels like every three weeks it's the same thing again. You know, it goes back to the point with. The TV shows, they're too alike. They're too much alike. Well, all the pay-per-views feel alike, too, and, and they just don't feel special enough. That's why people don't go to stomping grounds. That's why people don't go to dumb events like like Extreme Rules. Like, you know what I mean? No, I don't really know what you mean. Because ah, well, I have I a different know. opinion. Okay, go ahead. Like always. Um, the amount of pay-per-views wouldn't be as bad if... <clears throat> The WWE put enough confidence in the wrestlers on each brand to have separate pay-per-views. This wild card shit needs to stop. Okay? I don't need to see Roman Reigns on every damn pay-per-view. They had different brand pay-per-views back in the day. Right. SmackDown. They did. Raw. Um, which, which, no, which was successful. They just need to put... They need to they need to put the confidence in the wrestlers that are in each brand. Right. And not have a guy be on each pay-per-view or have the joint pay-per-view. If Roman if Roman Reigns shows up on a pay-per-view, it should be something special like you had said. Spectacular. It should yeah. be something holy crap. Roman Reigns is showing up on a on a Raw pay-per-view. Like how when Goldberg showed up on yeah, on, fight on this No dude. Way Out. Right, yeah, to exactly. attack Lesnar it and then like they set up WrestleMania. And, yeah. this, and you know what? Another thing is when they did the initial brand split, you know, one guy that actually ran away with it was AJ Styles. He took SmackDown and he 
coined made it. Made it his own. He yeah. coined it. Will you let me speak? Just go. Whatever. <laughs> he, he I coined can't, it. I can't talk anymore. <laughs> he coined it the house that AJ Styles built. So you knew that SmackDown was ran by AJ Styles. Where is that today? Who owns, Who runs SmackDown? Shane McMahon? He also runs Raw, too. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying in general. Who, who's given the most airtime? Who's the guy? Who's the main guy on SmackDown right now? Roman Reigns was this big acquisition by SmackDown. He was the... he. Was, what do you call himself when yeah, he showed yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 um, the biggest... The biggest pick or the biggest... Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He basically said he was the biggest The biggest acquisition. acquisition yeah. yeah, and and he doesn't, it doesn't even matter because he shows up on Raw. So he's on both shows. I liked... I liked also the fact that back in the O three, you know, O two O three, where every other pay per view was the other brand. So, so in in June, because they got rid of the King of the Ring at that point. In June, if you had Stomping Ground, Stomping Ground was a Raw event. July's pay per view Extreme Rules would have been a SmackDown event, and then here comes August and it's SummerSlam. So naturally, you're you know you got both. Both events, but but they don't wrestle each other. They they wrestle, you know they, they they wrestle you know SmackDown guys versus SmackDown guys. Raw Raw ECW. I mean uh, at that point, yeah, the main the yeah. main guy, the yeah. main pay per view. And then were... and then September was Raw. Then October was SmackDown. Then November was yeah the joint pay per view. Exactly, exactly. I don't see why they can't do that because now each show has another two months to build to another show, another event. Well, there's zero reason SmackDown should suck right now. SmackDown has always been the, the workhorse show. You got you got a, a show that you can put talent that normally wouldn't get airtime and put them on SmackDown and they could kill it. How many guys came out of SmackDown that were the workhorse of that show? Right. You know, Eddie Guerrero. Benoit you know, came from Benoit, there, too. Benoit. They, yeah, when he look won the, his title. Look at the evolution of the JBL character. Right. He friggin' was on SmackDown for as a champ for how long? Well, he like, was on Raw before that I know, for how but long? I'm just saying when he became JBL. What, I, I'm agreeing with you, Greg. You are? Yeah, because That's I'm telling you, I'm telling you he was on Raw before, just messing around with Farouk still with the APA. Yeah. As soon as he gets to SmackDown, boom, push. Exactly. JBL, world champ for 10 months. You know what I mean? So I'm agreeing with you, you fuck. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, Eric Bischoff, I feel has a great opportunity, and right. he should. It should be easy for him, you know. I feel Raw shouldn't be three hours. I think that's way too long for absolutely. Him. And SmackDown is two hours. Um, he's got a whole pool of talent on SmackDown. He's got a whole NXT pool he can pick from. It's the workhorse. It's the workhorse show that everybody knows by now is a workhorse show, right? And he just needs to run with it, and he already has the idea to make it different than Raw, right? So, Raw nine to eleven, nine o'clock a little softer, ten o'clock hardcore. It just needs to then be SmackDown good. eight to ten, right? It's, well, SmackDown's three, going on Fox anyway three in hours, October. Raw three hours. Too, too much, much, man. Way too, too much. Way too much. Way too much. Way too much. Especially nowadays. Like, back then, if they stayed at two hours, Nitro was at three hours. They were in competition with each other, so Nitro wanted an extra hour of the... Who are you competing with now? A, don't say AEW, because obviously AEW's not competition. It's just something extra. Well, they're going on Wednesdays anyway. Yeah, and they're going to go on Wednesdays. So, so what do you need three hours on Raw for? For what? Because you got three, you're right. But you got three hours, and then the next next night you're putting two hours on the same guys. 
You know what I mean? So you got five hours of pretty much the, the, the same the same group of people. It's ridiculous. So so you know, bra to to pretty much put a bow on the WWE, the state of WWE at this point. And uh, forgive me because I don't know what happened at the end of SmackDown. We started we started recording, so um, SmackDown started off a lot weaker than Raw did. Raw, I say bravo to Paul Heyman who was on screen last night, right? He, he, Paul, he, yeah, he showed up, but he's still he's still playing his uh, the, the advocate, advocate of Brock Lesnar. Hey, pfft, awesome. Um, but Which Bravo, I still think is a waste of a storyline. Well, I mean, but 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 it's cool that he came on and he everyone knows he's running the shit. But he came on as Brock Lesnar's advocate, not as the guy running the shit. So I think that's cool. And then um, bravo to them. SmackDown started off real sucky. I don't want to finish watching it. Because the main event was KO and Dolph Ziggler versus Heavy Machinery machinery to get into uh, an already... Tag match. We don't even know who's in it. We don't even know who's in the tag match. And and now it's a triple threat. Shane Shane declares a triple threat. Who's in... Who's Brian and and uh, uh, Rowan. Rowan wrestling anyway? Who knows? Who cares? Probably the Usos who show up on both shows. Please hurry, Mr. Bischoff. Mr. Heyman, I applaud you. Mr. Bischoff, hurry up. Please. Because this is killing me now. <laughs> you really want it back, don't you? <laughs> I do, man. I think it's cool as shit that right now you got Paul Heyman running Raw... You're going to have Eric Bischoff running SmackDown. And you're going to have Triple H running NXT. Uh, DX, basically, running NXT. I think that's awesome. And Vince McMahon can just watch and, and approve or disapprove. But you know what? Just watch them do their thing. I will I will add one more thing. And I'm yeah, baby. I'm back. I'm making things better. And nobody said it better than this guy right here singing Eric Bischoff's theme song. I love you too, baby. That's what he would point and say to the fans. I love you. Oh, Eric Bischoff, man. Yeah, what a he's match very tonight. humble about it, too. Did you see his tweet? Nah. Oh, yes, I did. Yes, yeah, I did. very yep. humble yep. about it. And he's, yeah, ha- he's very happy, too. Yeah. yeah, it's funny they said that. For those who want to get back into wrestling, just start a podcast with Conrad Thompson. <laughs> That's funny. But, uh, hey, listen. There is uh, one more thing I want to talk about Raw, right? And the Paul Heyman effect. Now, you know you know an Undertaker promo. Oh, we're going to Undertaker? You now. know a classic Undertaker promo, right? You can't tell me last night The Undertaker wrote and or said his own shit last night and didn't take it from a writer. Because the stuff he was saying before and the stuff he said last night are two different things. And the stuff he said last night was classic and vintage Undertaker. His promo was so vintage and I was so into it, man. And I know how you feel about The Undertaker right now. But please... Try to be objective and tell me that his promo wasn't the best one of his in a really long time. It was garbage. You're garbage. No, it's garbage. Throw you in it's the garbage. garbage. I am sorry. No, I, I, no. no, no, no. You're I garbage. Your moments How dare one. you, sir? <laughs> How dare you, sir? Oh, no, I offended the Disgrace the Ralph. good name of Mark the Undertaker Calloway. You want to know how I... What? How the nerve I have? Why? What? <laughs> the Undertaker... <laughs> See, this is the problem with The Undertaker. 
Is there a problem with six BW wrestling? Yeah, there is. A little bit. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. The problem with The Undertaker is this. Listen. And then, will you shut up? Listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interrupt you yeah, once. Go ahead, interrupt me. Okay? Nope. I want you to tell the, the fans, our fans, all five of you listening, okay, <laughs> what the problem with The Undertaker is. I'm going to check the beer while you do that. Go ahead. Tell them. Tell them. Hey guys, while I go check to see if the beers are cold enough because this jabroni had it in his trunk all day, I want to tell you about our latest venture called the Weekly Edge Up. Now, Greg and I are both barbers in the upstate New York area, and we both figured we like other things besides wrestling too, so why not talk about that on a different podcast to give you guys a little more of an option? Well, the Weekly Edge Up is our new project in which we each week... We both sit down, and one gives the other an edge-up. The one giving the edge-up has the topics ready for the one in the chair, and we have ourselves some good old-fashioned barbershop talk. We may even be open to having special guests every so often to get another view besides our own. Sports, entertainment, but not sports entertainment. You get enough of that here. Music, pop culture, whatever. The Weekly Edge-Up Podcast. Like us on Facebook. And find us now on the same podcast outlets you can find us here on the 6BW Podcast. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Radio Public. Alright you guys, the beers are cold enough now, so let's keep on rolling baby and get back to our show. But I'm telling you though, this CCK guy over here keeps talking smack about The Undertaker, the greatest of all time. He himself might just become another dead man walking. Are you ready? Yeah. No, let's crack let's crack this first and then we'll say then as soon as we crack this, I'm drinking it. Just crack it. You crack it. Alright, ready? Good. The problem with The Undertaker is what I've had a problem with for a long time. Amazing reaction. Amazing entrance. Cuts decent promos. Good promo last night. Not great. Decent. I've heard a lot better. But what's it going to happen when goes bell to bell? Nothing. Because The Undertaker needs to retire. Listen to me. No, listen to me for once. I said his entrance is the best thing he's got going. <sighs> because after that entrance, it's just like Goldberg. He can't get it done. I'm telling you right now, man. The Undertaker cannot get it done bell to bell. Are you finished? No, I'm not finished. Keep going. What I'm saying is, is that I just, like the, bell I, just, bell. Right, yeah. I just like disagreeing with you. All, All right, right, go yeah. ahead. Now you can talk. It's, can, uh, can I ask you a question? Sure. All right. Here's my question to you. Mm-hmm. Right? When was Undertaker's last match? Super Showdown. Okay. Against who? Goldberg. What happened? <laughs> Why you gotta make? What me happened? Laugh? I'm asking you what happened. Why do you gotta make me laugh? Because every time I think about <laughs> yeah. him hitting that fucking yeah. ring post. Like, what uh, happened to him in the ring post? It doesn't matter. Okay. What was? Okay. Here's a better question. What was his match before Super Showdown? I don't remember. Right. Because it was that memorable. Yeah. What was his action before Super Showdown? A promo. No. 
No. What, what kind of physical altercation did he get into before Super Showdown? He's... And stood face to face with him for a minute and told no, no, Goldberg no, no, not to be a bitch. No, 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 not with Goldberg. Who was the but after before Super Showdown? Who did the Undertaker meet in the ring? Elias. Elias, and it was a hell of a choke slam and a pretty decent. Anybody could take a choke slam. Elias could take a choke. Slam. Anybody could take a choke. Elias slam. could take a good choke oh, slam, and Elias can, and Elias can me. get up, and Elias can get up for the for the tombstone. Oh, Okay, um, Goldberg is 50 what? It, yeah. That's my point. That's my point. The Undertaker is going to get in the ring with guys like Roman Reigns, Shane McMahon, and Drew McIntyre, and it's going to be fine. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. It makes Why no is he sense. even in the match? It makes no sense. Okay, it makes no sense. This was all pre-Paul Heyman. Now they have to finish what they started and then Paul Heyman's going to insert himself into that storyline, quote-unquote, nix it, do whatever they have to do to get to Extreme oh. Rules, say goodbye to The Undertaker in this you know situation, what they need to do? and then have The Undertaker do whatever he has to do to finally prepare for his retirement. You, yes, I agree with you that The Undertaker should start thinking about hanging the boots up. It's time. But he's still an attraction. He shouldn't be at Extreme Rules. He should be at SummerSlam. He shouldn't have been on Raw the next night of WrestleMania. He should have been at WrestleMania wrestling against Elias. Elias doesn't have a match at WrestleMania, neither does The Undertaker, but they both do something at Raw. They should have done... See, things that the WWE dropped the ball on, the fans, some fans like, like smart fans like us, realize that they dropped the ball with. I was entertained by the John Cena and Elias thing at WrestleMania, but if you're going to have Elias jumped by The Undertaker the next night, then do something. They did nothing with it. They could have had Elias Undertaker at SummerSlam. That still might happen. That still might happen. Oh, my God. It's an attraction. It's an attraction. Please don't. Why not? Oh, my God. You mean to tell me you didn't like The Undertaker and Kane versus Shawn Michaels and Triple H in, in Australia? <laughs> Why are you going to make me laugh again? Because Kane's mask falls off. <laughs> no, but I really think, because actually I'm going to, I think WWE at Extreme Rules needs to bring back either Kane or Mankind. Because those are the Mankind's two, no, 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 back. those two need to come back. One of the two needs to come back because those are the two that buried The Undertaker in a Buried Alive match. Mm-hmm. They need to bury him again and he needs to stay buried this time. He's done. Listen. His entrance is all he's got. His promos is all he's got. Bell to bell, he ain't got it. Okay, but you know for a fact that Vince McMahon is not that much of a bell to bell guy anymore. He's a... Look at the attraction of The Undertaker. Look at... It's an attraction, goddammit! It's an attraction! The Undertaker's an attraction, dude. That's great. He shouldn't be used at Extreme Rules. He should be used at the big pay-per-views and then say goodbye oh. at WrestleMania. What? You're going to have him do the whole friggin' WrestleMania crap? He's going to show up one time a year. Oh, sorry. He'll show up twice a year because he's got to show up to the no, Saudi... No, dude. No, he's got to show up to the... He's got to show up to the Saudi Arabia shows because he's got to get paid. I'm telling And he's an attraction. I'm telling you, he should start thinking of winding it down. I'm not, I'm not denying that. Didn't I say that? It's you a should waste start of, thinking of I don't know who's a bigger waste of airtime, The Undertaker or Shane McMahon. Or you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or me, or us. Right, yeah, yeah, nobody, nobody listens to this anyway. That don't matter anyway. Tommy. 
Jeez. Oh, no, we're saving those for last. Yeah. We didn't want to go out shout outs. I actually, I actually like people today. Okay, we don't... Forget about it. I don't care about them. Go ahead. No, shout go ahead. No. Well, we're done with the WWE. So we'll go, go to AEW. AEW. We'll go to AEW no, in a minute. Do your shout outs. No, I do your shout outs. Come on. Do your shout outs. Go on AEW. All right, you go with AEW. You oh, saw Fighter Fest. I, did I didn't. See Fest. I saw clips of Fighter Fest. I actually did watch the chair shot live and thought to myself, wow, corny, and shut it off. Okay. Well, Sorry we'll get to that. We'll get because to that. I have a difference of opinion. Hold on, hold on. Breaking breaking news. This just in. Tommy Egan commented on the Six Bro Wrestling podcast. <laughs> oh God! What did Let's say? see what he said. I'm going to call you out. You want shout outs? <laughs> I got one shout out today, and I'll do this right now. Okay. Okay. Thomas Egan. Let me start this by reading the post I wrote. Recording the next episode of the Six BW podcast that none of you effers. That follow will listen to anyway with Greg Casal. Yup, still can't tag this fool. Don't know why I can't tag you in anything. Because I, I don't want to be tagged. Whatever. Yup, shouting you all out. I write Especially my own to wrestling fans who say they listen but don't really listen. Come on, Tommy, with that QB attitude. Tommy, come on, Sockwood. We had it on at the shop today. Well, you didn't fail. You failed to bring that up, Craig. He didn't have it on at the shop today. He's such a lot. He, I heard you weren't even there, Tommy. What the heck is going on here? Anyways, can we get to AEW? We're getting to AEW. Go All ahead. Right, go ahead. Now you can. <laughs> I honestly like the the Fighter Fest. Um, first off, it had a nice bash at the beach feel. Okay. Um, no, no, something they're stealing from the yeah, WCW. Apparently, uh, there was a setup for a band. Fozzie was supposed to perform, but they no-showed or something, but who really gives a shit? Well, uh, that's... that. I mean, was that... Hold on. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was that... That had to have been storyline. It was. <laughs> okay, yeah, good. Yeah. I liked that. I actually liked that. Chris, I Jericho, I liked that. Chris Jericho stated uh, uh, I like that. Will you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> Will Chris, you stop? Well, Chris Jericho stated on his Twitter that he wasn't showing up to Fighters Fest because it was a free event. So that, that this furthered his story. I love it. Anyways, the uh, buy-in portion of it, I really like the tag match in the beginning between the best friends Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta versus um, SoCal Uncensored, Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian and Private Party, Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn. Um, it really, if you didn't see this, I would really recommend checking it out. It really opens your eyes to what the tag division is going to be in AEW coming up. Um, I believe they have the tag titles slated to crown champions. I'm assuming. Okay. They need tag champions, obviously. So. Oh, it's a, there's going to be a tournament. So, oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, they're going to be a tag team. So, um, I think that, uh, the, the tag division is wide open right now because there's so many good tag teams in that organization. I did watch SoCal Uncensored at the first show that they what was it um, Double or Nothing right? Yep. That uh, They actually were really impressive. I, I don't remember who they wrestled um, but yeah SoCal Uncensored was really kind of impressive I, I was I was into that uh, you know, I didn't see you say uh, for those who didn't see it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's me. You. <laughs> I will check it. I'm gonna check it out. I when I get a minute, I'll check it out. But, but you know, uh, I'm excited for for the these guys to start crowning some champions and getting their stuff going. Yeah, um, several matches took place. Um, one, <laughs> let's talk about MJF Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Did you see his promo before the match? 
I did not. He had a match between Adam. He had a match against Adam Page, who was going to be contending for the AEW Championship right. against Chris Jericho right. and um, Hangman. Yep. Whatever the hell that pay per view is coming up. What the hell All is out. All out. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And uh, Jungle Boy, who is very praised, um, comes okay. out with a Luchasaurus. Ah, <laughs> Believe it or not. Actually, he is actually a good wrestler. Um, and Jimmy Havoc. MJF comes out and cuts his promo. Uh, I'll put it up on our page, even though nobody will watch it. Let me ask you a question before. Hold on. And I'm just trying to figure out who these people are, okay? Mm-hmm. MJF is the dude that interrupted Bret Hart yes. in bailing yes. this, right? Yes. Okay. I just wanted to figure okay. that out. All right. He comes out, and I, I'm going to do it no justice as well. Post it on Facebook. <laughs> he cuts a promo thing because it was... Sponsored by CEO, which is a gaming company, I believe. Okay. Which which will segue into why the, the Young Bucks and uh, Kenny Omega were dressed up. Um, but he cuts a promo about people uh, living in their mom's basement. And he said, your mom is the one that swallows. <laughs> and he goes, I used to play video games too, but I lost, then I lost my virginity. <laughs> Yo, MJF, seriously, is the, one of the best promo guys in AEW right now. If, yeah. you, if you know, if you want to go watch a good promo, I'll post it up on 6BW because Ralph doesn't want to even post anything on 6BW right now. I'll post it up. Um, he literally is great. He looks like a funny dude. He is. He yeah. is. If, and then his his promo against Bret Hart was great too. So anything he does is top notch. Wow, he's young, dude. Yeah. He's twenty three years old. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to Cody Rhodes versus Darby Allen. Um, I had no idea about this match. I didn't know who Darby Allen was. Um, they fought to a draw because of the time limit expired. Right. Um, amazing match, I thought. Uh, I actually watched the end of that. Yeah, yeah Darby. I did, I did see the you see the part where Darby Allen pretty much does like a back drop, like he is on the top rope and he falls from the top rope on try to splash onto. Was that Cody at the Rose. end of the match? Yeah, and he basically yeah, smashed yeah, his I back did. against yep. the ring. I did see that. Yep. 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 The main part is that um, Ty Dillinger, <laughs> Ty Dillinger. <laughs> comes out and smacks Cody Rhodes upside the head with a chair, causing 12 staples in his head with no concussion, um, bleeding all over the ring. Um, you want to so, know why he had no concussion? Why? The chair, the chair was gimmicked. Okay. Okay. I, Do you go ahead. Know, I, I'm going to listen. I go have ahead. No, go oh, ahead. I have something to say. This is a very important part of the show that I want to talk about. Go ahead. So I'll let you do your little ramble. Chair is gimmicked. Okay. And okay. I'll, no, once I once I start speaking, I want to hear your voice. Fine. Go Chair ahead. was gimmicked. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't gimmicked, if it wasn't gimmicked, who does chair shots to the head anymore? Now that everybody knows with the with the C C T E and everything like that, dumb. However, the twelve staples on his head and no concussion. Is a result of Cody Rhodes' wife blading him on the wrong side of the head. Cody Rhodes gets hit on one side of the head and is bleeding from the other. Really? Really? Brandy Rhodes took a fucking blade and sliced his her, her husband's head on the other fucking side of the head. I saw it and I looked at it and I said, that just killed it. The ending of the match, I was like, whoa, holy crap, look at that, that's insane. What, what what, an ending of the match. I love that the time limit expired, I loved all that stuff. <laughs> then that happened, and I shut it off. Done. Couldn't deal with it. Go ahead. Are you finished? I'm done. Okay. <clears throat> Here's my point on it. 
Okay. Okay, I can't. There's no justification. She bladed <laughs> the no wrong side. Of, she bladed the wrong side of the head. But my, my take on this is this: there was so much talk on social media by the owner of the company. The young bucks made a statement on, right. on okay. Twitter. My biggest thing is this. Okay. They were concerned about the chair shot to the head, mm-hmm. which isn't usually something that they do anymore in professional wrestling. Right. Because of CTE and stuff like that. Yep. Okay. Here's my thing. Okay. This is the point I'm going to make. Yeah. Okay. I grew up in an, in an era where we had... in. We uh, this might cause some controversy, but I don't really care. I grew up in an era where we had balls. <laughs> okay, I don't get offended by things. I don't look at things and say they shouldn't be doing that. I don't like that at all, because I grew up in an era where that stuff was around all the time, and it didn't it didn't phase me. And I was and that's where that's the way I was brought up. Things that are said. On social media right. and things that people say that they're offended on by. On TV or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. The last, the, it doesn't offend me. It's just not in my nature because I was brought up with that. I'm with you Here's there. my thing, okay? I don't want to see anybody hurt. I don't want to see somebody get really seriously hurt. I don't want to see somebody have a concussion. You know, I understand the rules against, you know, hitting head, head shots headshots stuff, in yeah. the NFL and the headshots and wrestling. I get that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the point is, and I understand they got to save face. And I think the whole gimmick chair was just a, something the young bucks said to save face. Because honestly, I think it was a direct chair shot with a chair that they use in professional wrestling. Okay. Okay. The owner of the company has to save his face saying that they're not going to, that was not scripted or whatever they they're not going to be doing that in the future okay here's my thing cody rhodes is a veteran of since 2006 is a veteran of two since 2006 he is a professional wrestler this is professional wrestling where chairs are used this is not ballet this is not no, swimming. you're right, man. This, you're right. this is professional wrestling. And I'm going for No, no. I said, let me speak. Let me get my stuff out Go here. Ahead. I am sick of people having issues with things, okay? Nobody had an issue with Mick Foley taking chair shots to the head. Nobody had issues with Mick Foley getting thrown off a hell in the cell. Yeah, you were told that you didn't want him to do it, but he still did it. Why? Because he's a professional wrestler. Cody Rhodes is a professional wrestler. He took the chair shot. He decided to make that call. Okay? He, his wife is the one that bladed his head. That was a call by Cody Rhodes himself as well. There should be no talk of this shouldn't have happened with anybody out there. Because this is not, this is not a pussy sport. This is professional wrestling where chairs are sometimes as legal as a headlock. Right. And, I get it. You get it? And and my point is that, if, if anything else, Ty Dillinger got more, got more out of that than he did his whole career in WWE. There he did. He, he got more notoriety in those 
two minutes, and the only thing that I was most pissed about is they didn't hit Brandy Rose in the head with that fucking chair because I can't stand that bitch. Listen, I'm with you with that. I am, but we're wrestling fans. The casual fan or the reporter or the critique out there, they're going to shit all over it, and it's not a good look for the sport when oh my god listen to me it's, it's professional not, wrestling it's not, a, it's not a good look for the sport when there's when there's it's like the nfl though injuries it's like the nfl they yeah but they're not the, wearing helmets dude okay but it doesn't matter but the, there's going to be headshots in the nfl there's penalties obviously i get that but you know what it's going to happen yeah, but so you that's, know what but, but, a chair but, shot the head might even, okay but it might even happen by accident it might happen by accident. Someone might have gone in with their head and, and, and the person with the ball lowered their head, causing the headshot. Cody Rhodes could have put his hand up. But those things are accidental. Cody Rhodes didn't put his hand yeah, up. Yeah, because, because he's because, a veteran. No, and he knows what he he's doing. He didn't put his hand up because that was, that was a call they made. I'm taking this chair shot to the head. And whether it was gimmicked or not, if it wasn't gimmicked, that's the call he made. You know what I'm saying? But this is prof- just like you said. This is professional wrestling, where everything is pretty much scripted. You're gonna tell me they didn't know they were gonna do that. They knew they were gonna do that, and they knew the per- the repercussions that would that. It's not just Cody Rhodes saying "oh shit" on TV. It's someone taking a chair shot to that was the head. Corey Graves. No, you know what I mean, Corey Graves. It's not just Corey Graves saying, oh, shit, on TV. It's Cody Rhodes saying, hit me in the head with this chair, and I'm not putting my hand up. That's his decision. Okay, but that was a decision that could have been prevented. Now, because of that, they're going to they're gonna catch shit. I agree with you. That's Greg. why, because no, 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 everybody no, no. gets offended. But I'm saying, I agree with you. I agree with you. There, there should be... I'm not as offended as... But you know what I'm saying? It's a, it might be uncomfortable, but I'm not offended. That's because nobody has balls. Uh, but Greg, you understand something that now everybody knows what they know about CTE. You I know? get that, and I say it was one of my first statements. I don't want to see anybody have a concussion. Right. But Cody Rhodes is a professional wrestler. Right, he can take a chair shot. I get it. It's gonna happen. It's I not gonna it. happen all the time. I no. get that. But you know what? When it happens, he shouldn't have to answer to anything. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, like I said, the only thing I'm pissed about is they didn't hit Brandy Rhodes because I can't stand her. I think he, he should have hit her in the head, too. All right. Well, what do you guys think? Why don't you let us know? Why don't you listen to the show and comment on Facebook? No. That's a good way to you do it. You're you know what? You're going to get offended by what right. I said because I listen. grew up with an era with balls. Listen, I did. I grew up in the same era, go. dude, okay? Yeah. Trust me, I did. Mm-hmm. See, I'll say it again. Balls. All right, balls. You're going to get offended. Right. Anyways, the elite Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks took on the Lucha underground or lucha brothers lucha, brothers. lucha house party lucha brothers um in a six-man tag kenny omega and the young bucks dressed up like the guys from street fighter because it was sponsored by ceo which is cool. a street fighter i actually enjoyed this match a lot better than the young bucks versus the lucha uh, house party there i hate the young and bucks. i i actually like the young bucks yeah. i like this match better it was a little less choreographed i think um honestly a Phenomenal six-man tag match. I would go watch it. Well worth the 20 minutes. Long time, too. Yeah, no, they, they went. They, I tell you, it was fast-paced. Um, like I said, not not as choreographed, so it looked it looked better this time around. I really enjoyed it. You that. know what I really like, actually, the reading over these results? The fact that they, they opened the show with a really good long match, mm-hmm. and they had a couple of, like, shorter matches, and then your three big matches and three nah. events were a little bit longer. But you can't count that last match because, actually... 
before well, I'll, I'll get to that. But right. I, well, actually, I actually want to ask you a question. What do you? I forget. Why do you hate the Young Bucks again? Because they are too much like a mixture of the Hardys and the Rockers. They don't. They're not original. They're. I don't care what anyone says. They're not original. And 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 it's a problem I have with AEW that they take too much stuff from WCW and, and WWE back then, and they're using it now. And I told told everybody they need to drop that because if they don't drop that, they're not going to have their own identity. And the Young Bucks are like the personification of no identity because they steal everything. They steal everything. The pre-show to uh, to Double or Nothing, one of the Young Bucks super kicks a guy in the back holding papers and the guy throws the papers up. An homage, perhaps, to Shawn Michaels or just copying because they can't do their own shit. It's stupid. Dumb. Young Bucks, you suck. Kenny Omega, I like. Kenny Omega, for his sake, congratulations to the three who won the match. Young Bucks, there you go, right there. You know what that was? That was me slapping my wrist, my forearm in the Italian F.U. hand sign. There you go, another one. Take it in the ace, young bucks. <laughs> yeah, because the WWE has never copied anything before. I'm just saying, if you're going to be the AEW and you want to be original and you want to be something else, just do something original. Their in-ring work, I like, yes. But outside of that, their appearance, their look, they're all that, that's such bullshit. Get your own identity. I like the Young Bucks. Yeah. Anyways, um, so AEW made the last match, John Moxley versus Joey Janela, a non-sanctioned match because of the risk of <clears throat> them basically killing, got to kill themselves, um, or kill each other. Okay. They made it non-sanctioned, so before, actually, the match came on, JR had made a statement that that was their final match on the card. And actually, almost like they shut down the pay-per-view to start the next match because it was non-sanctioned. Got it. So they, like... Yeah, kind of made it more of a feel that... Feel that they're, yeah. like, off-air now? Yeah. yeah. So, anyways... That's uh, clever. I like that. Can I ask you a question really quick what? before we go to your shout-outs yeah. and end this thing? Yeah. Yeah? Who the hell is Joey Janela? Yo, Joey Janela can go, brother. I'm hey, telling and you. what was his beef with John Moxley? John Moxley, I, sh- well, if you actually watch something, maybe you can actually watch a piece of wrestling before we do this show. Eh, I don't. I'm not yeah, but anyways, um, anyways, Joey Janelli, uh, Janella. <laughs> Joey Janelli, <laughs> Marty Janelli, <laughs> Marty Janelli. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I'll tell you, he could go. He uh, he was at the back. He was at the back of the double or nothing paper. He was the one smoking the cigarette. And John Moxley shows up and takes a cigarette out of his mouth. Oh, right, right. No, you're right. I did see that. Yeah, you're right. Um, right. Everything you expect in a non-sanctioned match. uh, Barbed wire. uh, Thumbtacks? Thumbtacks. Yeah, I thought so. Thumbtacks with bare foot. He rips Joey Janela's boot off with his socks and gives him an atomic drop with his feet into the tacks. Thumbtacks. Thumbtacks. Original. Yep. Um... (laughs) They had a uh, barbed wire chair, wrapped chair. They had mm-hmm. a barbed wire wrapped um, board. Oh, that's good. Like a slam into. Uh, and at the end, um, Kenny Omega comes out and gets a little revenge on Dean Ambrose, a.k.a. John Moxley, and uh, they fight All right. for revenge at double or nothing. Cool. Very cool. 
Yeah, so, um, anyways, that was Fighter Fest. I enjoyed it. Ralph didn't because he doesn't watch it anyway. So he's just going to disagree with me because that's just the prick he is. Listen, I, I'll watch the event he's just and a I'll, hater. Post my, I'll post my feelings of he's it. He's just a the, hater. He doesn't like the guy. Young Bucks. Nah, he doesn't like Cody guy. Rhodes. He don't like nobody. I do he like Cody know Rhodes. Who, he doesn't I even, do like He doesn't Cody know Rhodes. who Joey Janelli, Marty Janetti is. Ma- Yo, he speaking wear, of Marty. He does wear he does wear macho bad looking glasses, though. That's fun. Yeah. Speaking of Marty, where's your uh, professor that's supposed oh, to Oh, he's coming. You? Oh, he's coming? He's coming. Yeah. He's going to school your ass. Yeah, Marty Janetti's uh, coming? Yeah, Marty Janetti's coming. Watch out for his daughter. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways, um, right, so you want to get to your shout-outs? Uh, no, I already shouted the person I I wanted to out. You want a shout-out? Yeah, you do the shout-outs, man, because I'm not shouting anyone out. <laughs> I'm right. really not. Okay. I'm shouting right. out my cousin Dan, who said he was going to watch us and just still or listen to us and still hasn't yeah. listened to us. Anyways, uh, I'm going to shout-out. First one I'm going to shout-out is James. He was the one that commented on our uh, last week's um, artwork. Right. Um, said he really enjoyed the show and he likes the artwork that we do. If anybody actually looks at our page and looks at our show on Spotify and stuff like that, right. um, the artwork from last week's uh, show, um, he really enjoyed. So James, keep listening, and I really appreciate the comment. And I've seen a preview of the artwork for this show too, and I gotta say, Greg, well done, man. Yeah. Very, very nice, very yeah. good. So uh, yeah, James, keep uh, keep listening, and we appreciate you, man. Um, and this shout-out, I have to shout-out this very special, because I got a little shit for not shouting this person out. Who? And I'm gonna give him a nice... <laughs> Stone Cold shout-out! Ah! Stone Cold Steve Austin, David! That's right, I am shouting out my boy, Evan. Evan, yeah, yeah that's right. You see, I, I feel a little bad. I dissed him on the previous episode. Yes. Um, you know, he texted me on Sunday saying he really enjoyed the show, and um, sorry I didn't shout him out. So I told him I'd do it in a nice special way. Stone Cold Steve Austin is his favorite wrestler, so I'm playing him to his own his music. Uh, Evan, I worked with for about six years. He's like a brother to me. Uh, me and him have a lot of good times watching the old stuff on the network. At uh-huh. work. You know, we yeah. grew up with the Austin McMahon stuff. So uh, what a time enjoy. to grow up. Evan, thanks for listening, man. And uh, this is your this is your shout out, brother. Love you, Evan, man. I, I've worked with him as well for a couple years uh, alongside you, and um, I think he's a great person and. You know the kids still. The kids still ask about you, Evan. I miss you a lot, buddy. We'll come. We'll come see you soon, me and the kids. Uh, but while you have the Steve Austin music on, I'd like to talk about uh, before I have. I have a couple shoutouts too. Oh, I you figured, do. Yeah, I figured. I figured I'd shout a couple people out while you were doing your shoutouts. You inspired me to shout some people out. But before I do that, let's comment on Stone Cold Steve Austin. And his new show on USA titled Straight Up Steve Austin. It's going to start airing August 12th at 11 o'clock. And that's a Monday night. And that's following Monday Night Raw after SummerSlam. So that's a pretty cool thing. Maybe we'll see a Steve Austin cameo to promote his show. Uh, so he comes back on the USA Network, bro. That's right. Yeah. Austin back on the USA Network. Anything can happen. He tore up that USA Network back in the day, man. But yeah. he's going to tear it up again. He's going to share some stories with different celebrities every episode. So right now, I believe it's signed for like seven episodes at a half hour piece. I think they're going to take it from there and see what happens. Maybe go maybe go full time. But some of the uh, celebrities include singer Trace Adkins, Dale, uh, Dale Earnhardt, NASCAR driver Dale Earnhardt Jr., 
Gabriel Iglesias, a comedian. Uh, Becky Lynch will be there. Uh, quarterback Baker Mayfield. Actor Rob Riggle. And Impractical Joker star, <laughs> one of my personal favorites, Sal Volcano. And they're about to be uh, interviewed by Steve Austin on Straight Up Steve Austin. This is going to be pretty cool. I think I'm going to enjoy a lot of this. What right, do you think? Well, let me know how it is. I'm not going to watch it. Oh, well, you're a piece of garbage. Yeah. All right, give you're, me a shout out. You're a piece of trash, as Steve Austin would That's say. Right. Give you a shout out. My shout outs are this, okay? I had uh, two guys who I cut, and um, they're just like me, man. Big soccer fans, big wrestling fans. And the amount of things that they know about wrestling, pro wrestling, uh, blew my mind. So I have them follow uh, my, my Napoli podcast, Far From Vesuvius, the soccer podcast. They enjoyed it. They loved it. So I told them, hey, man, me and my buddy Greg started a wrestling podcast. Six Borough Wrestling Podcast, baby. Oh, Six feet dub. No, they no, I, they haven't. I, I just sent them the link the last time they came in. Okay. And Billy, my man, this is my first shout out. I only cut his hair twice, but he's a cool dude. And uh, he told me he, was having, he had a drive to, to, to take. And uh, he loves listening to podcasts. So I sent him the podcast. Hopefully he had time to listen. Hopefully you like it, buddy. I'll see you soon for your next cut. We'll talk all about it. Uh, my next shout-out is to Brandon. Like I said, same thing. Soccer fan, wrestling fan. Crazy amount of wrestling knowledge. Awesome. Sent him the podcast. Hopefully he listens to it. I'll reach out to them uh, via text soon. See how they like it. Uh, but uh, you guys, uh, I'd like to shout you guys out because at least, hopefully, you're listening to the show. Uh, his name is Brandon. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Brandon. Make sure you had the right name. No, no, no. Yeah, that's Brandon. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So, Billy and Brandon, thank you. Thank you for your support in advance. Hopefully, you're one of the seven that listened to the last show. <laughs> you're really harping on that, aren't I'm you? I'm harping on it, man. I can't believe it. Such a great turnout. The first episode. Everybody really, like, took to it pretty good. Uh, I know it was long. I know the first and second shows were long. But you know what? We're trimming it down under an hour, right at an hour possibly. I mean, how 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 can you go wrong with that? You can. Especially if you're a wrestling fan, man. Listen to us, man. Yeah. Also, I, before before we end the show, I'd like to invite everybody to listen to our another venture that we're taking in the podcast world, right, Greg? I know. I can't believe I signned up for this. Yeah, man. It was this was this one was your idea. Oh uh, yeah, that's brilliant right. so idea. I guess I have to go. No, with I'm it. sorry. I told a lot of people about this. They love the idea. Yeah. So hopefully they're listening to the weekly edge up, ladies and gentlemen. Look for it, the weekly edge up on all the same outlets that you listen to this podcast. You can listen to that podcast. We are the weekly edge up on Facebook. We take 15 minutes, no less, to talk about things that you would normally talk about at a barber shop. Since we're both barbers, why not, right? Yeah. Promotion. Yeah. Weekly edge up. Listen to that too. I just find it funny they said the you know, all the outlets that you listen to this podcast, but nobody listens to <laughs> 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 We're talking to anybody. We're talking to a handful of you guys. Yeah, we're you talking know? to nobody out there. Listen, you guys are making us drink a lot of nine one fours. We have one more yeah, we have one more thing. Nine one four, yes. Nine one four, baby. That's right. We got one more thing to talk about. It's coming up this Monday, baby. That's right. That's it's SummerSlam right. Heat Wave Tour. Summer Slam. 
Parkway at the cool insuring arena. Yes, the former Glens Falls Civic Center. That's right. The uh, stars of SmackDown, uh, Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns. Hopefully be Finn Balor. Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah. Uh, but me and Lockwood are going to be there. We're going to get there early, interview some people, post some videos up on the uh, Facebook Facebook, page. baby. Yeah, maybe so, we'll meet. We'll meet some of you guys that we know there. We'll put the phone up to your ear and, and record away and maybe you'll make our podcast you know it's 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 gonna be fun man i'm gonna get in touch with my man at the cool insuring his name is uh what is his name <laughs> you're asking me it's your no friend. my man sean sean yeah. driscoll he works with the adirondack thunder hockey team uh echl uh, he also is a big wrestling fan too. Sean's a big wrestling oh, fan. Good. I, I gotta figure. I gotta figure so out what's going on. We know somebody in the business. Yeah, man. We know. Well, yeah, really. yeah, we, yeah. What do we say? Yeah. We don't know nobody. Yeah, we know. A few. Yeah. we know a couple guys. Anyway, but anyway, yeah, man. Look for us there. We'll be there Monday night. That's right. We're so not gonna watch Raw then, I guess. Huh? I guess not. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm so anyways This music's iconic brother I know Gets me in the mood Because summer was such a good feel Back yes, when I was sir. a kid Yep Playing outside with all the kids in the neighborhood And I was like I gotta get inside for Monday Night Raw Or Nitro Checking out the NWO Austin The Bret Hart Shawn Michaels feud The oh, summer man. was iconic man. Iconic Best bro Best times of my I'll life I'll never forget times I used to go inside From being outside And I'd open the window And I'd be sitting in front of the window Watching it with my remote in the hand Flipping the channels Raw, Nitro, what a, what a good time, man. What That's a good right. Time. Anyways, we out of here. Cross out. County Kid, Lockwood. Lockwood here, Cross County Kid, Mouth of South Hudson. We are the bad boys of the podcast world. Listen to us. That's Subscribe, right. download, listen. Do it now. Do it now. Later, guys.